0: What's up everybody welcome to another episode of yours truly black coffee i'm jt i'm jane aka the queen of crenshaw <laughs> the queen of nigeria stop stop, stop. Her majestic presence in the virtual studio before we begin please like share and subscribe as well as comment on this content as we get the journey rolling on season two of Black Coffee, yes, sir. Well, Jane, What's going how you on? doing? How 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 how's your mental health? How's your spirit? How's how's life treating you?
1: I'm doing good. Um, mm. you know, I could do a lot of work with the mental. Allergies is beating me up. Spring mm. is here.
0: Spring is. Fine. Lord,
1: I'm telling you, if I'm sneezing, it's not COVID. So don't look at me sideways. It's really, <laughs> it's really allergies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's going good. I
0: think the last time I saw you was at the Burner Boy concert, though. Burner Boy was here in town. He was in Oakland. His love, the mini tour. I loved it. I, I loved did. it. Now I didn't like the two hour wait. That was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. He was on CPT time times ten. You know, you Nigerians yeah. are always late. No. Um not all. Some. What uh, do you mean some? I
1: stay on time. I never, I'm never late. I'm like, I'm punctual with my time. Actually, I'm, y'all, yeah.
0: yes. Jane actually is on time. She's always in the studio before I get here. I'm always like, oh, shit, another You're hour, right. two hours. <laughs> I still love you, though. Um, I still love you. No, but honestly, yeah, Burner did an awesome job. He was two hours late, but he put on a show. If y'all have not seen Burner Live, y'all need to go and see him um he gives a hundred and show
1: this swing up there like James Brown
0: that's why sometimes I'm like was it more than Henny not too much that energy? Not too much I was like, how do you perform like that for what uh, forty five going minutes?
1: on yeah it was it was long hour it's 45. a power attack it's pretty hot on stage while that
0: fire going on it is but you know what the beautiful thing about it is seeing how African music really is touching the world yes you know it's it's so many afro Beach artists have made um, just amazing work they have recorded some songs that are going to be hits for 10 20 30 years to come albums that will be so memorable and it's just beautiful because 10 years ago people didn't know what african music was or had one idea of i would say in america because in america right because yeah right in the uk they're already big um but now people are being exposed to the beauty of african culture um i hope it doesn't get watered down which
1: well, yeah come when i heard uh, a few what is yeah yeah there, there, there's a they few had gomez mean, and the thing was it popping for me i was like what yeah. is this <laughs> what is this and i was hey. i hate the fact that kept on showing they only played the version of whiz kid with justin beaver
0: like he can't stand on his own two feet whiz kid it's whiskey come on is, you know a one mind you speaking of WizKid, kid now if y'all <laughs> listen to a <laughs> couple episodes go. i'm Way not letting this stuff go so that burner concert actually made up for for Wiz because he canceled 24 hours before. Um, so if y'all are going to see Wiz the Summer, beware. You're a fool. Beware. You're a fool. No, but I, I love my African brothers and sisters making yes. music. It's beautiful. Um, and congratulations to Burner on his love, the mini tour. But we have some very important, some serious topics for you. What y'all. you got for us today? on black coffee well jane you know on this podcast our aim is not only to you know have these conversations difficult conversations Mm -hmm. and to enlighten i know we entertain but we seriously want to inform you of what is going on in our country we want to open your minds to what is going on in our society gun violence in america wow it's ridiculous every single day we wake up there's a new shooting there's a new mass shooting now there are people getting shot simply for knocking at the wrong door yeah you can add that to the list definitely right mm-hmm. and i know this has been going on for a long time this is nothing new But it seems like every single day a kid is shot, their lives are taken, they're injured, families losing their children. You are making a U-turn. Matter of fact, let me read some, let me just briefly give you all some information on the recent shootings this past week in America. It was like 20 four. Year old, mm-hmm. Right, those four. 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis was shot while she was ter- making a U-turn. I think her friend was driving and making a U-turn into a driveway was shot and killed in upstate New York.
1: That was the cheerleaders, the cheerle- right? I'm sorry? Those are the cheerleaders, right?
0: No, no. This, was, this is another case. That was the second case. Okay. The cheerleaders get into the wrong car were shot. Six-year-old Kinsley White and her parents were shot after... Uh, their neighbor got upset because a basketball rolled into his yard and shot just willingly, ran away to Florida. He thought Florida was going to protect him for some <laughs> reason. I don't know what people think Florida. <laughs> people think Florida is like they, they haven ground. Yeah. Caught him, but shot a six-year-old. L- luckily, she survived, thankfully. We thank God for um, that. Mm-hmm. 16-year-old Ralph Yarrow, black kid shot for going to the wrong house to pick up his siblings um he was shot in the forehead almost at point blank through the window and shot him again was it in the arm
1: yes in the arm
0: the crazy thing is he was
1: laying there it took a while for someone to come and help him
0: it was it was like what 10 30 at night before authorities had responded i don't know i don't know what time the shooting had happened but it did take some time Mm -hmm. luckily he survived and he's actually back home. But what are your thoughts? You can you, you can start this conversation off. What are your thoughts on the state of violence, specifically gun violence here in the US?
1: Like you said, um it's nothing new with gun violence. Like everybody. mind you,
0: mind you. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. In the greatest Country in the world,
1: not the fake Gucci big America, <laughs> no, not us. <laughs> well, basically, well, um, take it away. It, I, it's scary times. Like like you said, you name all these places that we can't like exist or have fun anymore: concerts, school, parks, theaters, in your own house, uh church, mosque. The list goes on and on. Grocery stores it's ridiculous, it's scary. Um, the fact that, the sad thing is that we're not going to see change because the NRA got their clause in these congressmen and women and they're not gonna mess up their money. They're not gonna mess, these are the people who's running their campaigns. These are people who are, who are influencing them based making laws to benefit the NRA instead of the people. So sadly, we're not gonna see change until, so it's it's not, It kind of messed up to say it
0: until this started until, affecting them. Right, until it hits their own backyards, until the folks who are making laws in our country, mm-hmm. until their kids or relatives get shot. But you know what? Sometimes I can't even say that can happen. And there, I mean, hopefully there's some change with or without that happening. But I don't know if you remember Congresswoman, was it Gabrielle Giffords, was it 20? Oh, yeah,
1: Arizona. I think the- Right, Arizona. Arizona.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And she was shot, luckily survived, um, but gun law reform has not changed, and that was over, or at least almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, let me stop right here. And you made a good point, Jane, because again, sometimes these people wait until it actually hits their pockets or hits their families or relatives before change is even a thought in their heads. Because here in America, it seems like we value guns more than lives, more than children's lives, Mm -hmm. more than innocent people's lives. But when I first moved to Northern California, Jane, um, the first thing I noticed was in my neighborhood, I didn't see kids outside playing, which is weird because in Sacramento, you know, in the summertime, it's hot, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sunny blue skies. And, you know, when we were kids growing up in the, the early 2000s and stuff, you know, we used to go outside and play with our neighbors and socialized and we knew, we knew everyone on the block. And I used to say to myself when I first moved, I was like, how come I don't see anybody outside anymore? I mean, this sure, is you know the answer. Reason. It's not safe. Yes, yeah, not safe anymore. It's not safe. These kids can't even go outside and play uh tag we used to do ding dong door uh, or ding, ding dong, dong ditch. ditch yeah
1: do ding dong ditch now do That anymore right do that now and see what's gonna happen See before, mm-hmm.
0: before it was like oh be careful when you go to festivals and concerts because you don't want to get shot but now you can't even say that anymore because you can go to food for less or walmart mm-hmm. and, and not make it back you know the crazy thing is kids to school when they, they say you get lost
1: you know, remember like when you get lost, they say, oh, go ask, go knock on someone's door, ask for help. Right. Ask for directions. Can you do that now? You can't I'm, even I'll do that I'll be scared. Anymore. Just imagine you're in a rural area. You don't know nothing.
0: You make a wrong turn. Just for help. somebody. Yeah. And, you know, some people ask, or I think a lot of people, most people, if not all, ask, what is the cause of so much gun violence in America? I mean, there's guns in other countries, and you don't see mass shootings to the extent that you see here in the U.S. And the first thing I'm going to say is because in America, guns are enshrined in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Since independence, 1700s, the right to bear arms is... In our second amendment and yes people should have the ability to protect themselves however there needs to be limitations on how that protection is given but even besides that here in america we have i think it stems from that enshrinement in the constitution i know that people have been owning guns since that since that era since that time frame mm-hmm. and it seems like since the 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 mid-2000s or i would say the mid-2000s but the early 2000s late 90s shootings specifically mass shootings have been on the rise but here in america we have a unique sensationalization of gun culture in this country mm-hmm. and in my opinion that is a strong force for why we have the issue with violence here within our borders. Seriously, because in other parts of the world, and I'm not saying this is every country, but in other parts of the world, guns are seen as tools for, you know, specific jobs, whether it's hunting, whether it's national defense, there are strict laws in how uh, citizens, you know, civilians can access guns. You can't just go up and, and oh, it takes a, a week and you get a gun. No, there, there's a process, a long mm-hmm. process a lot of times. Uh, but here in America, there is almost like this religious worship of guns. It's and a cult. We glorify, we glorify it. Not, I mean, just in American culture, look at our music. And people say, oh, it's only hip hop music. No, <laughs> country anywhere. music is part of that too. Mm-hmm. American music in general, we, 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 we worship guns. Look at video games and how we program kids coming up. They're seeing this. And it seems that ever since Columbine in 1999, and while there were shootings beforehand, the way how the media sensationalized that, how they spilled the story to the American population, where they focused on the shooter and and so mm-hmm. on, what does that do to sick people in the head? Giving them a the playbook on how to be who want to remember. Right. Mm-hmm. Who want to go on a suicide mission. Because again, a lot of times these mass shootings are a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. And go up and kill someone to become infamous for something.
1: They'll just blame it on mental health and, oh, he was just a lonely wolf and on to the next story. But the crazy thing is, they love to say mental health, but they have cut funding to help people who need
0: help on mental health. So they don't care. They don't care. you know what? I can't even say surprisingly. We actually do have a shortage of mental health professionals and specialists in this country. A shortage of psychologists and psychiatrists. I remember when I was going through my own bout with depression and so on and anxiety, you know how difficult it was to access mental health, and that was through Kaiser. <laughs> which but that's be- if your insurance mm-hmm. covers it. It's so expensive. You know? And that's right. That's as, as mm-hmm. if insurance covers it. I know, I know that's a different topic. But we talk about, you see, these folks talk about mental health, but what are we doing to help the mental health? Because, again, the brain is the computer for the human body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what you program in that, in that person's brain determines how they will behave going on in life. And if this is what our population is seeing from video games to the media, to movies, to uh, just the enshrinement and worship of guns in American culture, because people are saying it's only the NRA, the National Rifle Association, which, by the way, they claim that they are the, the, civil the oldest yeah. yeah, the oldest civil rights organization in the country, which I'm not even going yeah, to yeah, attack has, that point. right. But remember, because of this worship in of guns in American culture, the voter base who puts these people in office because they don't want their guns taken away. They, they yeah, they, all this w- fear mongering, right? This fear mongering mm-hmm. creates a nasty revolving cycle. That's why I say the gun issue in this in this country, Jane, it's a multi pronged issue. There are so many different facets that play a role into why we see what mm-hmm. is going on. Um, I mean, I can't even say the past year or two, what has been going on for the past 20 years, but now we're just starting to realize, God dang, every single day you wake up, Mm -hmm. you can't even walk outside your house, and there's been five or six shootings that day or the night before.
1: There are people who are in office trying to make changes, but you see what happened. You saw what happened in Tennessee.
0: They was marching with the people, and what happened? Those two young Black legislators... Duly elected to their office, peacefully protesting mm-hmm. against—I uh, mean, for gun law reform, not to take it away, but Stick to restructure—they yeah. mm-hmm. get booted out of office. Thankfully, they are reinstated. Yeah, but it goes to show that they will silence people, because again, in America, guns are more important than children's lives.
1: Like I said, to start affecting them?
0: Well, I was doing some research, Jane. What's interesting is in nineteen ninety four Congress passed the Federal assault Weapons ban, which is a ban on weapons that were deemed assault like um and that had large capacity and this ban lasted for ten years and so from nineteen ninety four to two thousand four the people have correlated the number of mass shootings decreasing because of this ban on assault weapons because generally if somebody is going to do the very hateful wicked evil act of shooting a group of people usually do it with an assault weapon but after 19 i mean sorry after 2004 this ban was lifted and it's interesting how we've seen that rise you know continue to increase over time and since then congress has tried to pass new efforts i think during the obama administration people have brought efforts to the table to reinstate this ban, but make it permanent. It's Mm -hmm. failed. It's stalled. I want to ask you before we move on on this topic, do you think social media has a role to play in, can we talk about video games? Mm -hmm. We talk about music. What about social media? People see mass shootings over and over and over in their heads, and thinking this is normal. Because a lot of times when these shootings happen, what do we hear from the White House? Our prayers, Thought, are, yeah, thoughts are and bad. prayers, our mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers. And while I love to pray, prayer is very powerful. Prayer doesn't bring those kids back. Prayer, even the Bible says it: Faithful without works is dead." If you're not working to end the gun, the, the mm-hmm. I mean. That's why I don't even think gun violence in this in this place is not. It's uh, until we restructure all these different issues. You're not gonna say change. It's not gonna go away. But yeah, I want. But to, to answer your question,
1: question I say yes. The media, the social media, do play a small role. Mm-hmm. It does play a small role because, like I said, you got sick individuals who will start a cult and influence people to start doing behaviors or taking their anger out on other people. So I'd say yes. Uh, when it comes to children, I think it's more of the parents not the people it's sad to say it's more of the parents to watch out monitoring with yeah see. monitoring what their kids are watching and listening to as us as grown-ups an individual i think we need to do a better job of blocking out these negative thoughts or these um these um, pictures we constantly see of dead bodies on on social media and making it like a new norm i think it's
0: up to us to speak up on it but like i said also corporations because you know what jane mm-hmm. I remember, I would say before, I, I can't give a year, but definitely before the late 2010s, you couldn't show just like random dead bodies on the internet or it was like, it, you just didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You, had to go, you had to dig deep, 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 deep. But now there's an option on social media to like if you want to see something. Very, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you can actually select that option. And you can only imagine what that, what that does is It desensitizes the mind to seeing this. Mm -hmm. Like it's a new norm, normalizes, right. It normalizes that type of behavior. All in all, because this is a huge topic, this is definitely not the last time that we're going to talk about it.
1: (laughs) That's sad Uh, to say,
0: but you're right. It's sad to say, people, please be very mindful when you go out to concerts, when you mm-hmm. go out to the grocery store, when you send your kids to school, when you go on trips, be very, very vigilant. Yeah, Be very careful. Track your children's location. Again, we used to be able to walk home from school. Can't do that. Those days Can't are over. Do that. Mm-hmm. Those days are over. And you know, another thing that I think America gets wrong is the people who have been confirmed without a doubt, who have committed these crimes, in my opinion, their punishment is not strong enough. There should be no loophole for any confirmed shooter who is living after the fact. Like for instance, that old guy who who shot uh, uh, Ralph Yarrow. What, he was like 84? 84 years old. You see, we make prison, I'm not saying prison is a nice place to go, but uh, compared to other countries, America's prison is like a a, A luxury. It's luxury. We should create a law that scares these people into thinking, okay, if you do this, guess the, trust Mm -hmm. and believe, death penalty immediately.
1: I said, you've ordered death penalty.
0: Well, in cases like this, if the person is confirmed and there's strong enough evidence, Yes, I do believe that person should be put to death. And I know that's a very strong statement to say, but until we create a multi-angled approach to ending or severely decreasing gun violence in America, we're going to continue to see this issue happen. Please be vigilant, be mindful, location, and be thankful. We need to be thankful for lives because our life, you yeah, know, every never single promised. day that we see, because tomorrow's not promised, and we're starting not. to see that here in this country. So, I know that's a that's a dark topic, y'all. Uh, it's tough it to be hearing, mm-hmm. but it has to be said. And um, we'll we'll leave it there for now. Joe Biden. Mm, depends, Grandpa Biden, Master Biden.
1: Hoop master. Oh, <laughs> you're a, fool. You're a fool. I can't even call him daddy Santa. Cause I didn't get, I didn't get my loans paid off.
0: So I'm not even gonna call him that. Oh man. I can't call master, him uncle. Yeah. Uh, Master Biden, uh, father Biden, grandpa Biden, to some, uh, man. uncle Joe to others. are he defining gravity. Um, he
1: can't. <laughs> he
0: announces his intent to run in the 2024 no. election. His, no. his, uh, words were I plan on running. But we just aren't prepared to officially announce it yet. But there's actually some new updates with that. He said I think a couple of days ago that he's an, he's prepared to announce it next week. So why, um, <sighs> Jane? This is not the first time that he's mentioned this. Okay, after, I
1: be thinking he's joking because you know how your grandpa just be joking. You be like you know you you just brush
0: it off. Dead ass <laughs> serious. What do you got to say about this? Because I got a lot. Okay. But I want you I want, I you just want to say to this. I'm not
1: ages. I will say I'm not ages. Yes,
0: I'm not. We are not ages. That's a disclaimer. We love but everybody. I don't think it's fair
1: to have someone who's about to see his Lord and Savior pretty soon to be still in office making laws and dictating how we should be living when he's not gonna be around. Agreed. I think that's ridiculous. Agreed. I think it's ridiculous at, that we have put like to be a president you have to be at a certain age to be president. I think that's a little bit ridiculous too, because look who's look at the people who are coming up. I think statistically, Americans don't vote for younger people to be in office because they say you need to be wiser, older, live life a little bit. But my man been living. He's been living for a while. Child, he outlive a lot of people and he is and he's dead ass serious about running, that's scary. And the crazy thing is, if he runs, I really believe, scary to say, Democrats gonna lose the house. They're gonna lose
0: everything. Mm. Ooh, you, you make some good statements. You make mm-hmm. some, 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 some strong statements. I wanna start off with this. I don't mind the fact that there are like age limits for when someone can run for office. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to vote, you have know, to be 18. Uh, to run for the House, I think it's going to be 25 years old, for the Senate, 30 years old, President, 35 years old. However, however, we have to ask ourselves the question, can somebody realistically, thoroughly lead in a, a nation of 300 and almost 40 million people in their late 70s and 80s? Remember, even as common folk, we have older relatives, grandparents, great aunts and uncles, older mm-hmm. aunties and so on who, you know, maybe get into an age where their vision gets bad, their hearing gets bad. And what do we do? We take away their license a lot of times. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we don't value them, but we're protecting them because they've gotten to a stage of life. Because remember, every period Mm -hmm. of life is a stage you've got. They've reached a stage of life where they can no longer do that safely like Mm -hmm. how others can in another stage of life. And the same thing here when it comes to the presidency, because honestly, Biden, if he were, let's say, theoretically, if he were to run um, for a second term and win and live throughout the term, he would be 86 in 2028. OK, he would actually be, um, I mean, for reference, Ronald Reagan, when he left office in 1989, he was 82 years old. Do you remember anything, Reagan? At, well, at that time, there were reports of him having Alzheimer's. So people questioned, was it really Reagan
1: mm-hmm. running
0: the country, especially in the second term? I, actually, in my my opinion, it was really Bush Sr., mm-hmm. Luke Gingrich <laughs> and a few of the other clowns. Um, who were actually running the nation at that time? Um, and so I believe, yes, there should be a age limit at the top mm-hmm. of the uh, at the top of the chain <laughs> for when it comes to who can run for the presidency? because we got to think about it like this. Can somebody in their 70 s and 80 s relate to an America that is so different? From when they were born,
1: no you you could say when they was trying to ban well, it was trying to ban TikTok, how they was talking, talking about do filters track your eyes, do it connect to my Wifi <laughs> do it you could tell they're so outdated, they not, they, they, like they said, they're not they like to say they're not hip what's going on right now. It's not exactly. and it's like there are some people who know what's popping, but mm-hmm. to your question,
0: I feel like no, why are you that no, he should not, I'm sorry. And that's the problem with America is because even besides the presidency, when it comes to Congress, right, men, these people will get into office and they'll stay there for years. A lot of congressmen and women, if they continue to, you know, recurrently get elected, a lot of times they die in office. In my opinion, that is not what Congress should be designed for. Congress should be a place where folks go up there for two, three, four, maybe six years, you you know, represent your district, your state, and you come back and let somebody else go yeah, up there. Yeah. We need to stop here because Diane Feinstein, longtime senator for California, still in office. She's uh, almost 90 years old.
1: <laughs> but
0: that's old, man. And currently she's very sick and she won't give up her seat. She won't. That's selfish. That's being really selfish. It's very selfish. Strom Thurmond. Now, if y'all don't know who Strom Thurmond is, do a little bit of research, but I'm gonna give you a few facts. Strom Thurmond, now he actually died in office at 101. He was the senior senator from South Carolina. This is the same guy, this is the same guy who, I mean, I believe he was the one who gave the longest filibuster against civil rights. Yeah. He, he, was, he vowed for segregation. He was on that train with George Wallace, governor of Alabama, you know, on that same slogan of "segregation now, today, and forever." This is the same one who had a secret black daughter <laughs> that nobody knew about. But you know, they they had to wheel him in to the congressional building. So
1: FDR, is part of that too.
0: You know, well, I mean, arguably, people say FDR actually lead, he led the country quite well in, in World War II, but again they saw how mm-hmm. uh, because uh, in his la- he was actually elected for three terms and they said nah we can't do this <laughs> right his last term he was actually very sick he had gotten very sick because that's a lot of stress you know the presidency is. is very stressful not only was fdr um, disabled he couldn't walk uh, which they hid from the american public but he probably was was very stressed out from you know, the World War Two Great uh, Depression, the Great Depression, the New Deal of trying to um, mm-hmm. um, to build up the American economy. And so when Truman got into office, you know, he pushed for Congress to pass a bill to restrict term limits. And that's actually what we need in Congress. So
1: we could change we, certain things. So it's possible.
0: It's, it's possible. very much possible. But I don't it's think this, possible. this
1: decade, they're not going to do it because like I said, they're career politician lifers. And they're going to hold on to that seat, like you said, till they,
0: you know, till they dust. Right. And this is why it's so important that I know the the presidential election is, you know, people justify whether the electoral college is needed or not. A lot of people are saying the electoral college is messed up, so we don't need it. But when it comes to our local, represent, uh, local representatives, our state representatives, mm-hmm. uh, those who go up to Congress, we need to empower people to vote so that we have more people like us, our age, okay, twenties, thirties, um, people in their their early forties to go up there and make laws versus people who are in their seventies and eighties. Don't get me wrong, I love Auntie Maxine Waters. Nah, no, not Auntie, not Auntie Maxine. But Auntie
1: is, but she's is, in she's in that group. Sadly, but she she's in that, group. that
0: age group again, you know. And so Mitch McConnell. And Turtleneck ass. No one likes <laughs> we we, we trying to be nice. We trying to be nice. Okay. But people say they saw him with the Ninja Turtles. But <laughs> <laughs> again, oh, um, if the notion for people for why we have why somebody has to be a certain age to run for office is because they need wisdom, they need knowledge and experience, well, that same question. Comes to somebody who's running for president at almost right. eight years old. I know last time when we were talking, I think you and I were having a conversation, you brought up the point of life expectancy. Oh, yes. And life expectancy, I think for women, might be 82 or 83. Yeah, and we I do less dumb stuff. We do men, less dumb you know, yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> men, we, we live a little bit less. I think we're maybe 78 or 70. So we
1: kind of know why stressful, a little bit stressful jobs than oh. women you know well i mean
0: there's there's different reasons why but i think the the point i'm trying to make here is mm-hmm. again works, biden is older than the life expectancy age for men in america but yeah. yet he's thinking about running for a second term
1: i feel like he should take a test just like how you got to do it at DMV, you got to take a test you know at a certain age you do have to take a test again
0: it's, seriously um, and one thing I will say is, um, one way we can structure the democracy here in America to actually serve citizens is for one term limits in Congress and age limits on the presidency. And I think age limits as well in Congress, um, because this is, this yeah. is ridiculous having people in their seventies and eighties. Can you relate to me at 26?
1: And the crazy thing is they, they bias is so embedded in them.
0: Because it's they were not, born in a yeah. different time. You were born in the because Biden was born what, 1946, 47, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, again, life in America, in 1946, I could not be seen in certain areas in America. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> you're, you're you know, I'm not trying to throw his, again, <laughs> if you were born in 1946, this isn't this is not an attack on you, but we're we're trying to be realistic here. Yes, yeah. our elders are important. Um, but again, th- this going up there a hundred years old, running for president. I don't I don't I don't stand for that. I agree, too. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> my life. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> Joe,
1: go sit down, go rest. Go rest. rest yourself. Rest, rest yourself.
0: Let somebody go up there who is who is young. Yeah, because okay, I'm sick of tired
1: seeing you fall in off of Air Force One.
0: You nothing and, and I mean, <laughs> But even besides that, people are asking themselves: Are we really satisfied with this administration? We're gonna
1: be here all day because we could go in. To be honest, delayed
0: and unfulfilled student loans promise, which I know it's not totally his fault. The courts are involved in that, but all this funding that we're given to the Ukraine and not American citizens, the inflation mm-hmm. that has skyrocketed in the past years, looming global issues, money, economy issues. And that's actually going to lead me to our next topic, y'all. The collapse of the American dollar.
1: Hmm. We broke, y'all. We
0: broke. Um, So y'all, <sighs> America's dominance of the world uh, order may be over very, very soon. Why do you say that? Uh, Well, I say that because while the U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, and for those of you who don't know what that means, um, basically the American dollar for, what, almost 70-something years has been used in uh, foreign trade transactions. So that means that other countries use our currency to engage in trade with other countries and trade with us. We talk about big commodities like oil. Bought in dollars, however, because their own currencies are pegged to the American dollar, which means that it's tied to the American dollar since they use it for trade. They're tired of when inflation happens in America because we love to print dollars over and over and over. That their economies get inflated as well. And even besides the economic effect or influence from America, um, they're just tired of having America dictate how the globe runs. Mm-hmm. It bullies, you know. And so, what you got to say before we we dive deeper into this?
1: my understanding of all this is basically i'll just put it in the ways for people to understand mm-hmm. these countries like aren't you tired of united states bullying y'all it's come over here let's weaken them let's let's join let's join forces and beat the bully for once mm-hmm. that's how my understanding and we are getting our ass beat
0: oh for sure um for sure people need to pay attention what is going on when it comes to the global economy. So BRICS, this is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So Mm B-R-I-C-S. And those aren't the only countries that are involved. Egypt actually joined, I believe, in March. Mm -hmm. And there are 20 additional countries that are wanting to join as well. Did Saudi Arabia join? Uh, Well, Saudi Arabia is on that list of countries that would like to join, which is interesting. Because, and I'm so glad you brought this up, in the early 70s, the American dollar um, no longer was backed by gold. So from the 20s all the way to about 1971. But really, it was solidified in the 40s. So let's say from 1944, the Bretton Woods Agreement, all the way to 1971, the American dollar was actually backed by gold that means you can do a unit for unit exchange the american dollar for gold other countries that use the american dollar liked this because it was actually backed by um a commodity Mm -hmm. 1971 comes around because of inflation the war uh the war in vietnam that america was spending countless dollars on as we love to do when it comes to wars well no longer could the gold that we had in storage, back the amount of dollars that were in circulation. Now, mind you, I'm not an economist, so I'm trying to break it down, you know, as, as easy as I know how, Mm -hmm. I think around 73 or 74, America makes a deal with the King of Saudi Arabia to back oil transactions in dollars, what they call the petrodollar system, so, everyone who buys oil from Saudi Arabia, which is like an oil, think of it like an oil kingdom, they have oil in large amounts and quantities there um, to back it in dollars in lieu of American military protection in the Middle East. Because Saudi Arabia has had some enemies with its neighbors, namely Iran. Now, Iran and Saudi Arabia are starting to work out their issues. And they're starting to realize, you know, especially on Iran's part, we've been sanctioned by the U.S. because that's what America loves to do. America loves to go to other countries and sanction them if they don't follow what we want them to do militarily, politically, economically. And this is a similar case with other countries that have been pegged to the American dollar. And so now all of these countries that are designing, I mean, that are uh, banding together to join BRICS, what they're doing is trying to design a new currency or use another currency uh-huh. to engage in global foreign trade, not necessarily the American dollar. And when that happens, y'all, that will be catastrophe for the United States.
1: Well, you can see what's going on in the United States, like look the inflation,
0: the inflation, the housing crazy. market,
1: going to the grocery store, buying gas everything is so high that's why you see the homeless population is on an all-time high people mm-hmm. getting laid off left and right because companies can't afford it anymore they would go overseas then keeping a um keeping
0: employees here that was a big mistake you see back in the 80s people today love to oh reaganomics 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 was such a good thing for america mm-hmm. well what reagan did was started a pattern of cutting taxes for the rich for corporations just to go overseas (laughs) because they can pay a a a lesser rate of pay for Mm -hmm. you know for labor those corporations are not coming back to the us we don't have a skilled workforce in comparison to other countries we have not educated we have not educated the american population to be in tune with the global economy of today we are not a producer economy so all of those countries that are joining brics many of them are producer economies brazil india china russia these are countries that are either rich in natural resources as in africa alone <laughs> so many resources there and that's the thing there are countries in Africa that are expressing their desire to join as well that's why I say you know moving forward you know mm-hmm. after I would say this decade and, and going forward that world's eyes are going to be in Africa so what does that mean for the American people that means y'all you better take a look at your savings accounts you better start looking at your assets mm-hmm. if you have 401ks if you have. if you better start investing one in land and here in the united states people don't own land people don't own land even uh, it's funny when people say oh i'm a homeowner i'm a homeowner (laughs) Well, most people who are homeowners in this country owe mortgages mortgages in mortgage in french means death contract Till death you have to comply with that contract bank takes the property away Mm -hmm. people don't actually own land and this is worse for us as black people because a lot of times we don't have that generale- generational wealth that has been passed down mm-hmm. generation after generation, property, farms, we've steered people away from actual skills. And when a nation has a population that can, that cannot compete with the advancement of other countries like China, like India, that is the beginning of the fall of society and that's exactly what we're seeing here and, and the, have you realized jane the media has not really portrayed i mean has not really put a spotlight no. on this the mm-hmm. way how because they know what's coming
1: yeah they have not vocalized it i think i mostly read it on like short new posts i see around or yeah i'm kind of oh, i still read the newspaper like when you read news, you read different columns i see it but the crazy thing is you won't hear about it until it
0: gets worse this was all in the making, because, again, after COVID, what happened? We printed billions of dollars to stabilize businesses, PPP loans, mm-hmm. uh, funding, even though the thousand dollars we were given out here and there really couldn't sustain the American population. And then what happened after we were giving billions of dollars to Ukraine? So we're printing money that in America. So in America, we have what we call a fiat currency. This is a currency that is not backed by a commodity uh like gold or silver or something valuable it's backed by what the federal reserve says it's backed by and yes other countries do have a fiat currency like china but you see they're banning together with other countries that have natural resources what they could back a future global reserve currency that's Mm -hmm. way more valuable and to their liking (laughs) than the american dollar now when i say this the American dollar is not going to end overnight. So this is not going to be oh tomorrow,
1: mm-hmm. everything is
0: going to go. But people need to wake up and start planning for their futures. Because if you think you're going to rely on just putting a little savings away and it's going to be supplemented with Social Security, kiss that goodbye.
1: Yeah, you so happy And for people our country. age,
0: mm-hmm. right? Oh, it's going to be an amazing yeah. depression. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not funny Seriously. but like it's, it's gonna it's gonna blow the world it's gonna be amazing it's
0: gonna blow the world so yeah. people black people specifically but everybody yeah that's true people are gonna get it the hardest we get the hardest because we, we we already suffer from inequality in this country financially economically politically socially but everyone needs to start paying attention to their future and for people our age in their 20s and 30s it's never too early to start
1: I know, because I see you going was, to Liberia, getting some property. Right. I, I was going to, and people think yeah. I was
0: going to willy woolly. I said, let go.
1: me, let me go renew my Nigerian passport, because. Seriously.
0: See, people <laughs> want to fly Every Black folks love to fly to Jamaica and to everywhere else for vacation. You need to fly to Africa and see how you're going to invest, because now that's where the mm-hmm. world's eyes are going to be planted. Why? Because Africa is a continent with every single element on the periodic table located on that soil the very minerals that are in our phones can be found across that continent. Why do you think South Africa plays a big role in bricks? It's hmm. not for nothing. I say
1: they take down the bully. They're taking down the bully.
0: This is a dense topic. There's a lot of information that's going on. What could happen to the US is going to be very catastrophic because America, historically speaking, We've underestimated the power of all these countries like China and Russia. And oh, we're just going to, yes, our military is very strong. But again, every society has its beginning, has its rise, and they fall. And for sure, has its fall. And so, again, folks, I encourage y'all to do your research on what's going on, invest in tangible assets. Be mindful of your your financial investments, be mindful of your savings. Okay, because now there's talks of even changing the physical American currency to a digital currency. Yeah.
1: And that's to me, I don't know, whoo.
0: Yeah. We're gonna that's scary. No. See, if if we have more time, I could go on and on about how the Federal Reserve I really is the one who goes, <laughs> but <laughs> that's going to be a topic for <laughs> for another time frame but what this shows is the world is changing quickly you see how so much change has happened just since 2019 alone we are getting left the world behind. Is still the same america's becoming left behind and we hate to say it america is getting what it deserves don't get me wrong i love this country as we all do we live here we're born here for the for those of us who were born here You know, I come from, what, four generations of people who serve this country militarily speaking. So I do have a love for this country. And that's why, you know, we're having topics and discussions like these to open up our minds as a people living in this country. Mm -hmm. We also have to realize that at least for our people, you know, who have been um, treated like second class beings and so on. And because we are at an inequality and we're not the only group. Latinos, other groups of people who are also at inequality need to wake up and smell the coffee and start making a plan for the future because while it's it's tough now, it's difficult now for our generation. Just imagine the kids that are born in 2015, 2020, and then 2023. If you want them to have a future, a comfortable life, these conversations need to be had, not now, but right now and plans need to be made i don't know the exit plan <laughs> you want to to colombia <laughs> beautiful you, you know. know what that's one place i do want to go to be honest it's funny a lot of people on social media are uh i know it's been going to going to colombia um, yeah uh, more lately maybe because mexico is on pause right now people scared to 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 go down i want to say that
1: because people love to say uh, don't fly here don't fly there if you, if you chill in America, you should be the last place to tell him,
0: don't fly to these other There's countries. There's people with no passports who tell, oh, look at what's going on. I'm not going over there. You don't have yeah. a passport. And you loud. Right. And you loud. Telling people don't go places. No, I, it's good to travel. I believe traveling is yes. uh, an essential part. Just of being a human being, just to see what, you know, what's outside is, your bubble. Right. What's outside of your community. And that's actually what opens up our minds to how other people are living how other societies do things, the beauty of other cultures, and just you know how God designed this beautiful planet. Um, and so, again, that also brings up the notion that don't get in this mindset that you have to live, you have to be born, live, and die in America. You can live somewhere else fruitfully as well. True, if that's,
1: but we, we also gotta understand that some people are in a position, sadly, that
0: that's not a possibility. can't be able to do that, yeah. right. And, and that's something that we totally understand. But for those of you who do have the ability or just even just this the process of just thinking this, the possibility of elsewhere outside the U.S., go ahead and do so, because we are going to be in for a very there's going to be a power shift. See, America, we ruled the, the past 100 or so years mm-hmm. running things in the globe. Well, you know what? Another train is is coming through. So it's coming. Um, well, I know that before we wrap up today, you have a question. I you do want have a to bring for forth to the audience. Well, to me, I don't know what it is, but what is it? I'm curious. I'm curious, okay. Jane. Come on, okay, let me Queen of Crenshaw, Queen of Nigeria. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know,
1: it's spring. Spring, aka brunching seasons, is on an all time high. We outside, we're fedoras and everything. My thing uh-huh. is, because I'm low-key scared going out with certain people because people start acting funny. When we go mm. out for brunch, not we, but if you go out for brunch, are you splitting mm. the check or are you paying for what you bought? Oh, you paying for what you
0: ate. Ooh. Um, I mean <laughs> <laughs> we have our story. That's an interesting question. <laughs> um I I mean whatever, whichever is. I think it depends on the group size. You know, if you're going out with a lot of people, maybe it's easier to pay by plate. But for me, I don't have like a. Why you look at me like that? Like (laughs) like, like, like I'm crazy. Well, because again, sharing is sharing. You know. Oh yeah. So. Okay, how about you answer the question and then I'll give my thoughts after? Cause <laughs> okay, you look about? I'm in a tough. Yeah, spot. yeah cause
1: you, you talk a little bit crazy. Okay, I will say this: <clears throat> if I'm out with a group okay. of people and these are like my day ones, I don't mind spending the check because we all have the mindset of being respectful when we ordering stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if I go out mm-hmm. with people and we got and my, my real my day ones are there and they bring certain people and they there and I don't really know them, but we here. The bill come out. I know that Jackie was eating like she had a big basketball game or something. I saw Mark eating, drinking, bottomless and all Henny, all that. And the bill's like a thousand something. Trust and believe I'm paying for what I ate. My glass of water, <laughs> cause some places charge for water yeah. and whatever I ate. Mm-hmm. And not I mean, being cheap or greedy or stingy. That's what I'm gonna do, but if I'm with my real ones, and I know that some of my friends are not like they probably don't have it because I've been there where I ain't kind of having my friends uh spotted me, I don't mind doing that. But when you get out there and you mm-hmm. start eating like hungry, hungry hippo, no, hell no, I'm not paying your part, no, I'm not. And this it goes back to what I was, this <laughs> goes back to my days, my broke college days, we went out for um. Uh-huh. We went off for a sushi i don't really eat sushi but i was there eating
0: ramen i don't eat it either but
1: we 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 everybody's vibing drinking i had my little club soda i had my ramen it's time to pay mm-hmm. we had someone sitting at the table who ordered a lot and i was like mm. no is what she said she said she started looking for a wallet she's oh um that my credit card i have i didn't activate it uh someone give her a phone no because no i'm not paying for that (laughs) (laughs) i I am not paying for that i could barely afford my books you want me to pay because you had a whole feast no
0: i'm not paying for that well you see the thing the thing is when people go out a lot of times um and you, you brought up in the beginning how it's brunt season and people love to showcase brunt season mm-hmm. on social media and in order to showcase you got to finance to make it look like you so uh, people are ordering food that you can't that you don't necessarily afford and then rely on other people to fit that bill uh, and so yeah i i mean with your point in that case, yeah, I, I do agree that people, you know, pay for their own plate. If somebody's just getting multiple bottomless mimosas and 15 pancakes, but <laughs> and expect that to be split among the entire group. Right. You know? Um, so, uh, well, y'all, you ready for Brent season, Jane? I am. But i keep my, I keep my good eye on people keep your eye out yeah keep your eye out because there are people who want to eat on your dime
1: yeah and then you know of course i'm not pocket watching i am not pocket watching but you come in there with a whole 10 piece louis Vuitton suit or you got the latest uh off-white shoes and you can't afford that 50 dollar meal you pay for i'm looking at you
0: sideways <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i am but i mean again You see, I'd rather spend money on good food and actual good experiences with the people who I'm sharing that food with Mm -hmm. versus trying to have the look as if I can afford it. But again, in this era of social media, people want to make it's like a fake it till you make it, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of fake it till you make it. But if you have all this, if you have the, the Mercedes C 350 outside, And a fifty dollar bill bothers you when you go out to a restaurant to your brunch, seasonal IG post brunch. Well, this shouldn't be a problem. People have their priorities in the wrong place. I'd rather spend more money what's going in my belly because especially any everybody knows me knows I love good food. You You eat, um, yeah. I know some some people agreeing with me in the room right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: the the way you Uh, eat is
0: scary. Yeah, and and you. Yeah,
1: and yeah. You look, you look
0: wonderful. Well, thank you. I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get back for the summertime, y'all, because we are some. We have some festivals, some concerts to go to, some brunches to attend, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to, uh, you know, look my best. I guess not already there though.
1: Uh, um, you have
0: anything else, Jane? Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. thank you. Y'all.
1: No, <laughs> not really. Besides, um. The Tennessee speaker, I give you the royal fu. That's all. That's all I gotta say.
0: The royal fu to actually not even just a speaker. All those folks who voted, but he gets um, the main FU because he's not Justin even supposed Pearson to be
1: there. Allegedly, they saying that it's
0: funny because he's voting. He's voting him out because of protocol. But supposedly, he's not. He's representing a district he don't even live in. Right. But again, I think we're gonna leave it right there, Shane. You know what? It's always good chatting with you. Um this is what well, our first filmed episode. Hopefully it's finally not going to give us any trouble Man. uploading, editing, um, all, that, all that. Keeping good our business jazz. out there <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we not the tech, we ain't we the most tech heavy. Uh, but we have been getting those audio episodes out there, so if y'all haven't uh, Check uh, the first few episodes of the season out Please do again We would love for you to like Share, subscribe and comment on this Content and you know what I actually have a quote For the week um, okay. just a little bit of Encouragement and it's actually From author Steve Maraboli And it says be cautious With what you feed your Mind and your soul Fuel yourself with Positivity and let that propel you into positive action and i think that's a beautiful quote um especially nowadays with all the negative information that we hear i know this episode is a little bit more on the side given the topics at hand but hopefully you can find a little bit of positivity throughout your week throughout your day hopefully that was a little bit of word of inspiration um And before we end today, you know, we always have to give our motto. You
1: already know, health is wealth. Don't be surprised with your own people.
0: Dream big. And this is Black Coffee. This is Black Coffee. We love you. And we will see y'all next time on the next episode.